Come on. Chris need to move. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. Happy Easter. It is Easter. We're going to be talking about that and whatever is on your mind. I um, You can uh, go to our chat line and uh, on YouTube chat line. I can respond to your questions and comments. And also... You can call in at 888-7753-773, 888-77-J-E-S-S-E. So it's Easter, right? We have a special guest for you. Shh. <laughs> Why are you making that noise? Uh, Francisco is here. Francisco Martinez. He's been a part of the Bond Church service for the last Almost 30 years. And he's going to come up and for about 15 minutes talk about Christmas, I mean Christmas, Easter, why we are celebrating Easter, how it came about and all that good stuff, why we should celebrate it. And then I'll come back up and take your phone calls and your, your emails and, not emails, but questions and things like that, all right? So happy Easter. Francisco is here. He's going to come up. He's been a member bond for over almost 30 years, if not 30 years, almost 30 years for sure. And you're going to talk about Easter, all right? And then I'll come back up and take your calls and things. 888-77-53773. Welcome to church. Happy Easter. All right, here's Francisco. Hello, I'm Francisco. How are you? Happy Easter. So, I think Easter is really important, uh, the, um, you know, this is uh, the day, this represents the day of Christ's resurrection. Um, uh, he arose on this day. And tradition is very important. I grew up Catholic, and so in Catholic religion, there's a lot of rituals. And I didn't like it uh, in my teenage years. I kind of rebelled. But I understand it as an adult now. Uh, this helps you to remember it helps you to, uh, to, to be a part of it, to remember that day. Um, it's, uh, it's a, it's, this is representing a man who, um, who made the biggest changes um, for especially Christians on earth. Time actually starts and stops with his, with his uh, birth. So, um, and it was talked about even in the past. Uh, you guys have all heard the story of Jonah and the whale um, being in the belly of uh, the fish for three days and being spit out after that. And, uh, and uh, you've also heard of, uh, um, well, even Christ talks about uh, you shall destroy the temple and in three days uh, it will rise again. So it was talked about even during Christ's time. Um, and so what does it mean for us? Um, without Christ being on the dying on the cross, um, we would have we would not have a path possibly to we would not have a path back to uh, to to be with God, to be with Christ. Um, so um, in, in the beginning, uh, let's see. And so, um, 
And it talks about um, Christ um, specifically uh, during um, his um, specifically during Christ's his time, uh, especially the, the last part was when he was on the cross, and he specifically said seven different things, um, being taunted and whipped and uh, being humiliated. Um, and he was treated like a slave, like a thief. His, uh, um, and he says, Christ says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And... Uh, the, the next item, he said uh, um, to the thief, the, one of the thieves were mocking him, and the other thief said, um, why are you mocking him? He's innocent. He has no, he has nothing, uh, no reason to be here. And that's when Christ said to him, today you shall be in paradise, who was probably the first man in heaven was the thief right after Christ. Um, the third thing he mentioned about taking care of his mother. The, the fourth thing, um, God, why hast thou forsaketh me? Um, felt all alone and abandoned. He felt all the sins. Um, um, the, the next thing, he thirsts for water, and they... they you know, even you know, being evil, they they taunted him with uh, with vinegar. the The next thing he mentioned that it's finished, and he put, and then he put his spirit. The last thing he says to God, I put my spirit into your hands, and upon that, upon that, um, he died. And when he died, um, there were earthquakes. There were um, the uh, the holy temple, the uh, curtain was ripped, um, and there people don't. It, it says it in Matthew's. It also mentions it also mentions that the graves were opened up. So those followers of Christ who had died had awakened, and so that's that's an incredible miracle. And what does that mean for us today? So we have that promise. Uh, we have that. We have that if we believe in Christ. And what I notice to bring it back to today is that most people don't have faith. Most people don't believe. And, you know, I'm just like you uh, at home. I'm listening to the radio and watching the TV. And it's the only thing that they're putting out is fear and unsurety and, and, and chaos. And I know that that's the uh, the that's how that's how um, Satan works. And so I just want to remind you Christians to remember this day and to, uh, to pray, to, uh, to be still, and to, um, to make sacrifices and, and penance. Uh, in the old days, we used to pray. And we used to pray and remembering and thinking on him. We would have a national prayer day. And I noticed that this country uh, and this time is really silent about those things. And so I want to remind uh, you Christians out there that that uh, that it's really important for us to get back to that on this day, on this Sunday, on this day of um, Passover. Thank you. That's it.
So my mic, uh, give it to James. So thank you, Francisco. That was fresh. I thought it would go longer, uh, 15 minutes or so at least. But I guess it doesn't take long to talk about Jesus. <laughs> so I'm going to take your calls, and uh, Billy is going to come up and hook my uh, headsets in. But I, I do want to just peek it back on what Francisco said. It is definitely a day to reflect and appreciate the fact that one our brother was sacrificed that we might be free. We can overcome the darkness. And I was thinking about how Christ uh, came and uh, the light came into the world because the world was the Old Testament. Paraphrase. The world was is the Old Testament still. But the people had no way out. They couldn't see because they were in darkness. And so Christ came into the world. The light came into the world. And Billy is putting the headset on. That's what's going on back there. That's Bill. Uh, <laughs> and Bill is the guy yelling sometime on the radio. Uh, Christ came into the world. And um, Bill, I'll turn it down here. Right here, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Christ came into the world, and the light came into the world. I can't hear him right now. I can't hear Jesse. The light came into the world. I think you might have turned himself down. Now I hear you. Oh, you hear me now? Yeah, I turned the headset down. Okay, I got it back. The light came into the world, but the world perceived it not, right? Uh, Some people did, but most did not know it was the light into the world. And so Christ went around doing his thing, telling people about the light within that God has sent him. And if we believe him, we shall be saved, meaning that we can overcome the darkness. And then walking down the road and doing his thing, and then eventually um, he made that sacrifice. He had to go through the whole death thing so that we would be able to conquer death, overcome death. So he took the sting out of death. But what was interesting is that while when he went down in hell, he went into that state of unconsciousness. And that state of unconsciousness, he experienced everything that we experience today. Because when we were born, we were born into sinful families, families who are broken up and hatred, no love one another, parents who don't love one another. So they end up causing us to fall away from the light and waking up to the darkness. So we end up living in our imagination in that state of unconsciousness. And in that state of unconsciousness, we have no love for one another. And when you have no love, you live in your imagination because you're in darkness and you're suffering. You're feeling inner conflict, doubt, fear, worry, insecurity, hatred, all kind of stuff. Jealousy and envy and strife. If you notice when uh, most people today don't love one another and they will try to destroy you. They'll gossip behind your back. When they're, they're jealous, they're envious. Well, they're in that state of unconsciousness. And so Christ went into that too. And he 
experience that so he understand what we're going through now when we're in a state of unconsciousness but he conquered that and so he went into the depths of hell right and even in the depths of hell it was even worse the people nagging each other putting on each other hating each other it's just like hell on earth right now if you're not conscious if you're not born again of god meaning that higher level of consciousness you're living in hell on earth i mean just think about it drug addicts alcoholics sex addicts um liars and thieves and stealing and false government the government is all screwed up they lie to you the media lie i'm looking at the reaction to the chinese virus how people are like in fear totally in fear because the government said be in fear and they went in fear and they have no faith so they had to freak out and so christ went down and he experienced all that but the beauty about it he did not as i said last sunday he did not flinch meaning that he didn't hate anyone no matter what they said about him whether it's true or not he didn't hate them he showed love he was of love and he stayed with love in hopes that even the person down in the deepest unconscious state the darkness of hell would see that and they'll see a little glimpse of love in him and that will wake them up because when you see love you can't help but wake up most people don't see it when you uh become of love overcome the hate and become a love your consciousness rise to the mindset of god you become one mind with him your family won't like you for that your friends are not going to like it those who try to get it and they don't wake up going to envy you they got to hate you they're going to try to destroy you but you're going to have that perfect love which cast out all hate all fear all doubt all worries all is cured it's like you have no past and you will not die you will conquer death really and even if your body should fade away back to dust you will not die that's why is you should seek the kingdom of god in his right way uh why you live physically living because once you die it'll be too late you should do it now seek the kingdom of god in his right way me got to overcome that fallen state return to god while you live that way when your body drop your body it won't be too late your your spirit will be fine a lot of people think their spirit going to be fine when they die and it's not absolutely not it's only for those who are born again while they're living amazing right and another thing i've noticed from the phone calls i get on my radio show the counseling in the bible it talks about how the light is something like the light is all over the world but because the world is of darkness they perceive the light not they can't see and a lot, and and the way that the light is a, 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 around the world is that the kingdom of heaven that new kingdom after the old testament was done the new kingdom came about but it's inside of us and because um most people are blind and can't see they can't they don't examine themselves to know that the kingdom of heaven is within it's crazy the kingdom of heaven is within you the new testament is within the light is within and christ created that light when he died and created the new testament the world a new world a new environment a new reality a new kingdom that's why he said don't look yonder no look there 
look within, know thyself. And the beginning of knowing yourself is the beginning of knowing the kingdom, entering into the kingdom. All right? Know thyself. I'm telling you, inside of you is perfect love. No, you don't have, you won't have a need for drugs and alcohol and lying and stealing and killing. There'll be peace on earth, but you got to get to know yourself. You must look within. All right. And my biblical question last week was, what did uh, Christ mean when he said, what you do to the least of my brothers, you do to me. And what it means is that you can't hate anyone because we are created in his image. Even though some people in that fallen state, you still can't hate. Because when you hate the, cre- uh, the image of God, you hate God. When you get angry at when you try to destroy, when you try to lie about, when you think that you're better than, when all that, you hate even the worst of the worst, you can't hate them. The least of them, you cannot hate them. Because when you do, you hate God. And when you hate, you cannot return to the Father. He is of love. So we are not, well, matter of fact, once you're born again of God, enter into the kingdom within, there is no hatred in you. That was so interesting, right? Because if it was in you, within you, you were hate. But since it was taken away, it's the darkness nature of Satan is taken away. It's impossible to hate. Be, and because you can see why people did what they did, where they're coming from, who's controlling them, and they can't help it. And you have perfect love because you're walking by the light. The light is in the world already, but the world cannot see it. And most people don't see it because it's inside, and most people don't examine themselves. They do not know themselves. So Christ came, sit by God, to get those things done because in the Old Testament, the people were lost. They were in darkness. They had no way out. They couldn't help themselves. But now we have a way out. We have no excuse. But you got to get to know yourself. So all the pot people, the alcoholics, the drug addicts, the homosexuals, the liars, the thief, the sex addicts, and all, whatever it is, whatever it is, the illegal aliens, everybody, you got to get to know yourself so that you can overcome that fallen state. And it's amazing. So that's what Easter is all about. It's uh, an appreciation to recognize and appreciate. I want to take some calls and 888-7753-773. Happy Easter. And this Corona thing, they take it to joke too far. Okay. Ha ha ha. Funny at first. Ha ha ha. It's not funny now. <laughs> They're taking it too long in California. They're saying now you got to wear a mask outside. They won't let you in the supermarket and other places unless you had a dumb mask on. I don't want to call it dumb, but the people look dumb. I don't want to call them dumb, but dumb. <laughs> dumb. So it's time to end this thing. It's time to bring people back to work and, and still be aware, be careful, don't cough. <laughs> on each other, don't snort, and all that stuff. And if you do, put your hand on your mouth. You were taught that as a kid anyway. Put your hand over your mouth when you cough. All right? So let me take a call. Edward in Connecticut says, I forgave what's next how to overcome. 
Edward in Connecticut. So Edward, once you forgive by realizing you can't hate anyone because you are no better than anyone, who are you to judge? Everybody got some stuff they've done in that fallen state. And uh, when your parents screwed you up, you, by knowing yourself, you realize that they couldn't help themselves. If they could have done better, they would, would have. But it's wrong for you to judge them because that's what hatred is. That's what sin is. Sin is man playing God. Man or woman playing God to judge one another, to try to destroy is hatred. And you're not God. So when you realize, you know what? Yes, they've screwed me up and I'm angry at them, but I'm wrong for being angry. Go and forgive. And then God will forgive you. You will wake up and you will live. And just allow yourself to grow. You'll find, you know, you'll sometimes drift into your imagination and you'll have inner conflict. But don't fret. Don't name it. You got to be able to deal with conflict without naming it. Don't call it mm. depression. Don't call it uh, any of that stuff. Just watch it and you'll get past it. He's on the line. Oh, he's online? Thank you. Oh. At work. Hey, Jesse. How you doing? Happy Easter. Uh, uh, thank you, man. Same to you. Uh, actually, you were just uh, answering right now, which was kind of already making sense, but the question was, uh, yeah, you actually, uh, um, Nick had it right where I did forgive my parents, um, and I actually I moved out. I started my own. I started two businesses, and so the businesses I run them from home, and so um, I make most of my income from home. So I was asking, you know, I I, I do the silent prayer every every day, day yeah. and night. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I, I I make sure I every time I feel some conflict, I sit with it and I. And I feel it out, even as, as as uncomfortable as it is. I just feel it out. Yes. Um. But I've been having this. I've been stumped on just one conflict lately, and uh, mainly it's um. Uh, I get this procrastination feeling that uh, I just don't feel like doing the work um lately, and and so I sit with it long just to see what you know what's wrong, and I can't quite, you know, get myself to want to do it. I'll put. I'll sit in front of the work, and I'll do it. And I'll try to do it. It just I can't for some reason. I remember the other day in the radio show, you said, just do what's in front of you. And right. so right now in front of me, it's kind of a little hard. So that's why I was seeing uh, maybe what's, maybe what's the next step that I should do or what should I, should I keep doing? The, um, what I'm already doing, will it, will it pass as everything else passes? Or Absolutely. It will pass because now you're being cleansed of all that stuff you did while in that fallen state. You know, I'm just, I don't know what you did, but I'm just, throwing off some things, smoke pot or, or, or have sex out of wedlock or whatever you did. So you have the spirit of God inside of you. Now that you are awake, his spirit is cleansing you out and taking care of all that stuff you picked up along the way. So sometimes even if you're not aware of the thought that brought on the pain, just relax in the pain, and, but don't name it. Don't call it depression. Don't call it loneliness. Don't call it anything. Just observe it. And let it be. And if you need to go to work, just go to work. You can barely walk. You can barely talk. You, you're feeling this, this, uh, this awful pain in, in the sole of your belly. But just relax mm-hmm. and it'll pass. Don't fight with it. Observe it. But don't fight with it. Don't name it. Don't go get drunk. 
just feel it. And the Holy Spirit is in there and it's cleansing you of all that unrighteous stuff you picked up in the fallen state. And then it'll pass and it's going to be amazing. But you got to uh, learn to suffer uh, in joy. Have joy during the suffering because during that time you're uh, working, uh, the suffering is working patience in your life. And it's going to be amazing. Enjoy it doesn't mean don't hate it. Don't get mad. Don't trip out. It will pass. You're growing spiritually back to becoming a son of God. Thank you so much, Jesse. That actually um, does it for me, actually, because I, I was just a little stumped because I've been, I've been sitting with it for a while now. And yeah. I'm just like, why can't I do this? And, you know, bills start, start to come, and that's the last thing I want. The bills start piling up, you know, and obviously... I have to do what is what's in front of me, and obviously, doing what's uncomfortable is 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 what God would intend, you know, to make you grow as an individual Absolutely. spiritually. So, I um, um, definitely not. When I first woke up, uh, I uh, I had that pain, but I had no one to even talk to about it, so I didn't know what to do about it, and so I would go to work, and I would get this pain in here where I could barely move, it would be so amazing, right? So painful. And it, was, it felt like heavy conflict. And I would just go home and fall out on the couch and say, you know what, whatever your will is, God, I don't know what to do about this. I can't get rid of it. So whatever your will is, so shall it be. And I would just relax in it and get up the next day and go to work. And was it, I didn't base my life at that time, I didn't, and even now, I didn't base it on how I felt because I knew it was a spiritual thing and there was nothing I could do about it. So you'll get past it. Just be patient. All right. Thank you so much, Jesse. Uh, Happy Easter, man. Thank Thank you. you. Happy Easter to you, too. I I appreciate that. Amazing. So, yeah, you got to... See, a lot of people don't know, and I didn't know either because I had heard... I had not heard anyone say it. Once you wake up, you start to fall away from the darkness... But in falling away, you're going to bleed some thoughts sometimes. You're going to have grief, pain. You're going to have past memories where you remember something that happened and Satan are trying to use it against you. Uh, your friends will remind you, oh, I remember you a pothead. And you're like, oh, man. But then let that pass too because they are just, they are of their father, the devil, and they just hate you because you're doing the right thing. They don't realize they're being controlled. But just take the pain. You're growing. And after that pain is gone, it's amazing. So just relax. You're doing just fine. Yes. I have some super chats, and then I'll get back to some more calls. All right. Summer Sky 18 says, the man changed, the family changed, the community changes, the power is in the man. And also says, God, Christ, man, woman, order of God. Right. Eric says, Jesse, why is it that we have to get out of our way to do the silent prayer? And on the other hand, if we don't do anything automatically, the devil is your daddy. Why doesn't it come naturally? Eventually, once you come out of that unconscious state, that is such a good question because I didn't know this either until recently. As I've grown over the last 31 years, I just started to realize it. Just like it's natural, unnatural to be of anger, jealousy, and envy, no love, that's an unnatural state of mind, right? And to believe your thoughts is unnatural, naturally unnatural. Likewise, when you start to overcome it, eventually the mindset of God will be natural for you. 
you would naturally be conscious. You would naturally just start living that way and not hating your fellow man. It will become natural to walk in the light, be guided by the light, be guided by love. It's just that you feel unnatural now because you're overcoming the mind, which is of Satan. But after a while, the mindset of God will be natural for you. I have a lot of super chats that I'll put off for tomorrow with Joel. Okay. But Ace Williams asks on the super chat, or he says, My name is Joseph Hannifin, and I want to thank Jesse and everyone at Bond since I've forgiven my mother and my father, and my life has taken a complete 180 since I was born again. Thank you for speaking truth. Right on. And that's what the, you heard Francisco talking about the purpose of Easter and what really happened. He did that so you have a way out. You can be guided by the light. You can overcome the darkness. But knowing yourself is it. You got to pay. You got to pay attention. I remember asking God because I had gone to church. I read the Bible. I did all the stuff that the world was telling me to do, the preachers and everybody. And finally, I just asked God to let me know myself because I realized I didn't know myself. I'm like, let me see myself. I had no idea what would happen from that one question alone. Let me see myself. Everything started to change. It's amazing. All right? So you're welcome. You haven't seen anything yet. It gets better. And just allow yourself to go through that pain. You have the Holy Spirit there, and he's cleansing you of all that unrighteousness. All right? Ares asks, gives a super chat and asks, how to keep the faith when life hits you over and over? Uh, just stay out of your thoughts. Your thoughts are not your own. Because if you've been born again of God, your thoughts can no longer deceive you because you can see them by the light. And most people can't see by the light. So just when you feel like the world is overwhelming you or whatever, just know that you're only thinking that because you drifted into the darkness. It's not real. What's so amazing, so, so, so amazing, I almost want to boohoo from within, from joy, is that it's, it's, an, it's an illusion. The people that are walking in the darkness and cannot see, it's an illusion. Nothing is real. It's all fake, and they don't know it. And they have been tripped it out. But once you wake up, you're going to see that it's fake. It's not real. And you cannot trip out, no matter what come at you. You cannot trip out. You have no past. You have no future. All you have is right now. So the only way you're going to feel that you're being, the world coming at you and doing crazy stuff, you believe the lie. Doubt the lie, you can have the truth. All right? Andres is in California. He's calling, uh, he's on the line. He says, I still have anger. How do I truly let go? Andres. Andres, you still have anger? Yes, I do. And how, and, do, you, uh, how do you know you still have it? Uh, just because, like, it'll come up in, in, like, flashes where I'll, uh, I'll be working, and I'll be, like, I'm over, like, people. Yeah. And so, like, like, it, it's getting better more and more. Like, I'll just, I'll just, like, ask them to do something, and then I'll just trust that, you know, either it'll get done or not even, like, just not even have a, a, a thought about it getting done. You mean, and like, you're like, over people, you're in charge of a group of people at work and you will ask them to do something you would think that they're just going to do it you don't think about it and then you find out they haven't done it no they it is but 
like just being in my, in my former state, I still have that that tendency to like double check and really, really just really just act like my mom. Like always double checking, you know, looking over the shoulder, see you know how they're doing it. But <laughs> I mean, more and more, like I'm growing out of that. Yeah. But I uh, I decided, well, not decided, but um, I I got a motel. And so uh, I just wanted to spend this whole day just to not work at all. Cause I, I do not only do I you know, work at Sprouts, but I also do Instacart. And so, like for the past like month and a half, all of it, all I've been doing for about twelve to fourteen hours a day it was just those two jobs. Right. So I just I was like, you know what, I got to rest. Yeah. Um, but in resting and not doing anything in a pocket where I have literally not been doing anything, I just thought about my father, my physical father, my biological father. And the fact that um, I'm just not able to connect with them, like there's no way. I don't. I don't know where he lives. Um, the times I've called, the number he's given me that worked before, he has picked up. So uh, I just, I don't know. It just, it, it, it hurts. And I, I reflect on like what you said to the other caller about just sitting in the pain and loving the pain and enjoying the pain for what it is far as like the whole spirit you know fighting that battle for you right but it's just it, it's just so I feel like I'm in limbo as far as not because you say because the Bible says go and forgive right and the fact that I wasn't able to go to my father to really forgive my father and just leave him a voicemail and a voice message to a number that might not even be his. It's kind of. I I understand. I, I feel like there's some unfinished business. Have you forgiven your mother? Yes. Okay. So listen, you know, uh, a friend of my mind now. Uh, I really, she's a friend, Victoria. She's also a member of the church here. She tried to reach her father and went up to see him last Sunday. She called in, or maybe the Sunday before, and she was not able to see him for whatever reason. But she's given up because she did the best that she could do. She realized that she can't help herself. So her father, whatever's going on with him, he cannot help himself. So you can't make these people see you. It's just know that you don't have a right to resent them. Whatever he's going through, he's dealing with that. And you don't have a right to resent him. And just forgive him. Let it go and move on with your life. And don't believe anything that Satan tells you about it, meaning the thoughts, right? Because... Satan will use, the imagination will use any incident to try to draw you back into the hell, to make you overreact and draw you back. So forgive your father, move on with your life. You tried to see him, you couldn't see him, you can't make that happen. But just don't hold anything against him. And don't believe, don't let Satan tell you, oh, you didn't get a chance to go to your father. You tried. It didn't work. So let it go and move on with your life. And just observe those thoughts lying to you. And just be the observer, knowing that they are not true. Doubt every thought, and you can't help but have faith. But don't, don't believe anything your thoughts tell you about anything or anyone. No matter what, doubt every thought, and you'll be fine. Yeah, and I want to say this, too. Um, I know you've had a few callers call it to your show and tell you a few times that you were right. <laughs> but, like... Just this past like night, it was it because like I like I mentioned before, I'm in a motel, right? So the walls are pretty thin, yeah. 
And so uh, there's this whole, like, big situation happened with the guy and the girl. Um, they were, like, slamming doors, slamming each other against the, the pool and stuff like that. It was, like, a whole bunch of... And even this morning, like, there was, like, a he said, she said, back and forth. On the dead home, this, on the dead home, that. They were talking about, like, beefing it. I can't understand you. like that. But it's, like, I see... It was very clear to me how much anger really plays to a part of the vast majority of people's lives. Yeah. And I mean... Absolutely. I don't know if that is what happened last night or this morning was an example of that, an extreme example or even a subtle example, but it's just... That that just, just reflecting on that, that really brought us a, a great sadness to You know, uh, in counseling with people over the last 30 years, it really has helped me to see the depths of what anger can do to the mind. Anger can convince you to jump off a roof. Anger can convince you because you're breaking up with your girlfriend or if it's a girl breaking up with a boy, it can convince you to kill yourself, that life is over. You're not worth anything. And sometimes the pain is so great. And right in the greatness of that pain, it'll tell you, you might as well kill yourself. Anger can convince you that you're a doctor when you're not. It convince you that you're a prophet. It could convince you that you are a, uh, all kinds of things. In your mind, you believe that, right? And people tell you, no, that's not true. That's all in your mind. It can make you look at someone and think that's your enemy. And you'll kill that person. And you tell them, no, that's not real. You're talking out of your head. You're living in your imagination. And people can be so deep into that imagination, you can't convince them that they're wrong. No matter what you say to them, they'll they'll think that, oh, you're just trying to hide it. You're just trying to pretend because the darkness of of evil got their mind. And so that's why you got to overcome this mindset, this anger, and see reality. Otherwise, you'll end up doing some horrible things in wrong places, and it, it, it wouldn't matter because you're not in control of your... You're not being guided by the light, but you're being guided by the darkness. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, is, it is a guide. It's being guided to one way or another. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Well, just relax, man, and get up and do your work. Don't, don't, don't overwork either. You need quiet time, yeah. too. Everything needs to be done in moderation. And so, like, don't get so into your work that it consumes your mind. I know people who, they live in their cell phones. They live there. They sleep with the cell phones in their hands. Or when they, if they do put it down, they wake up through the night to see if they got any notifications or texts. Or when they wake up in the morning, the first thing they do is grab that cell phone. And so that's too much. It needs to be done in moderation because now they're using their cell phone as a god. It's their savior. It keeps them away from consciousness and they don't realize it. So just do all things in moderation and you'll be fine. It's so amazing. All right. Thank you, Jesse. You're welcome, brother. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. All right. Do you know anybody like that? No. That live in their cell phone? Mm-mm. Oh. This is the first I've heard of that. You know what about like that, Joel? No. No. <laughs> He's like, no. 
that live with their cell phone in their hand. <laughs> we both have our cell phones right now. <laughs> but it's for work, right? And I'm like, what are they looking for? I mean, you don't even know that many people in the world. What's so <laughs> into that cell phone that you're walking down the road like this? Or you're on the bus like this? Or you're in the car? Or you're in the bed? Or you're at the dinner table? Or you're like at work? In the cell, what are you looking for? Ain't nothing that important that you need to be lost like that. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Morgan gave a diamond, uh, I mean, a, not a diamond, a super chat. Right on. Thank says, you. Happy Easter, Jesse, and all the Bond family. Jesse, your words ring true all through the Bible. Thank you for helping me to see the truth. Thank you me. are amazing. Amazing. You're welcome. It, it really brings joy to my heart to when I hear men and women waking up. And it, it confirmed that the light is in us, and it's in the world. It's in the world. Some people, now I don't know, I may have to tell you this, come back and correct this. I was talking to a family member. It was one, oh, I can't say who it was. And they was like, we were talking about the Chinese virus. They're like, oh yeah, these are the end times. This is what the Lord talk about. And we wait for the Lord to come back. He's coming back. And these are signs that we should be looking at that he's coming. I'm like, well, is he coming soon? Oh, I don't know. But he has already come. And he lives in you. And while waiting for that to happen, you're missing the light. You're missing peace. You're missing love. You're missing God. It's like, I know, and we're going to have a Jew on the radio next week, I hope, but oh, this week. Um, I hear a lot of my Jewish friends say that they don't believe Jesus was the son, and they're waiting for him to come. Oh, man, he was already there, right? And they didn't recognize him. And likewise, he's already come to us in this form of a quiet spirit, love, the kingdom of God inside. And most people don't know, even some Christian, God bless them, but they don't know that he's already come. And But they're waiting, and I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but they're waiting to be working in the fields, to be at work, and wherever, and he's going to come, and he's going to draw them up, and they're going to look around and see Joel and all those folks left behind. I'm playing. Joel won't be left behind. But he's already come. He really has, and he's within us. If you get to know yourself, you're going to see that. Our battle is a spiritual battle. It's not physical at all. That's why when you wake up to love, you, you can't hurt other people. It's impossible. And you wish everyone well. You don't gossip. You don't spread rumors because you know of that spirit. You see the spirit, the dark spirit, and you know where you come from or came from. And you have no right to try to hurt your fellow man because when you try to hurt them, what you're doing to the least of them, you do it to Christ, your brother Christ. All right? Stop it. Check yourself out and be the light of the world. Be an example. Don't be on all this dope and stuff. That's not God. That's a sign that you don't have peace. All right? 
I have some calls. You have some calls that have been on hold a while. Okay. Jared out of Columbia, Missouri is on the line. He wants to answer the biblical question. The biblical question is, what did Jesus mean when he said, what you do to the least of my brothers, you do to me? Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Happy Easter. How you doing today? All is well, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Every day is well. Right on. I, uh, I wanted to, you, you answered it. Uh, I didn't get a chance to answer or my put my answer in, but it was basically exactly what you said. Uh, but if I could add a little bit to it, if you yes, don't mind. Absolutely. It's Easter. Absolutely. We're here so, to fellowship uh, with one another, so absolutely. And, and I'll tell you, that's why I haven't been to a church in a long time. You yeah. are the first church that I've taken part in, you know, uh, being awake, because you do it exactly the way the Bible, the way that God, taught his apostles yeah. through Christ. You know, we're all to talk. We're all to have a word, you know, and, and I appreciate that. But, uh, so, You're welcome. Um, Christ, it's amazing because he said that. He said, what you do to the least of these, you do to me. But he doesn't just say that once. He says it all throughout the Gospels, and he also clarifies, and it's exactly what you said. It's to empty yourself of all your greed and your selfishness yeah. and and to and to just completely turn around and do what you would have done to you, to yes. everyone. Yep. And if you don't, you don't have a key to the kingdom. He made it clear. He said he'll divide you to the left, <laughs> while the ones who do do these things, I'll divide to the right. Amazing, yeah. man. You're absolutely, that's deep. You're absolutely right. And that's why, uh, to add to that, we can't, if you judge the bum on the street, if you judge the prostitute, remember there's a woman, uh, she was a prostitute or something, and they were going to yeah. stone her, and Jesus came along, and they were going to stone this woman, and he said, let ye without sin cast the first stone, meaning that let ye without sin resent this woman, judge this woman, and nobody was able to do it. They couldn't stone this woman because they all had hate it. They all had judged. They all have played God in their lives. It's amazing, isn't it? And yeah. you know, the best part of that, Jesse, is that the one without sin is the one who said that to them. I and know. He didn't it, even pick up a stone and cast it. That's right. Because he is so, of love. And what people don't realize that's so amazing to me is that in love, when you are living by the light, which is love, which is God, in that nature, there is no judgment. There is no hate. It's not personal. You see what's going on, and you cannot hurt your fellow man. It's, it really is amazing. And I didn't understand, so I believe, I don't know if you remember, but I told you my testimony, and and uh, even after my testimony, even after this dramatic change that yes. God did in my heart, yes. I still was like fallen prey to Satan's wiles. Like yes. I, and, and it wasn't until I... Like, with your silent prayer, when I first went to do it, man, it scared me, Jesse, because I thought it was like some kind of Eastern mysticism going on. Right. Like, that's what, in my head, I was like, no, there's no way that this is actual prayer. And then <laughs> one day, uh, it clicked to me, man. It was so insane. It just clicked. It was like a flip of a switch. And it was, when I finally understood, instead of letting my mind try and tell me what you were saying, I just... You know, I was just like, well, what if I'm wrong? What if there's something to this? That's right. And 
instantly it it like so just to sum it up i don't want to take a whole bunch of time but this is what i'm experiencing right now and it's blowing my mind i love every second and i can see god working in it but it's like a division took place between my mind and my spirit and now when my mind has all this junk that it wants to use my body as a vessel to put into the world i can see it with my spirit it's like i'm watching all this craziness that I used to be like tangled in. Like yes. I used to think it was me. Absolutely. And man. now it's like, there's this separation. Yep. And along with that, all the things that I tried to overcome, you know, when I had my testimony, I just like up and tried to change my life myself, quit doing everything I shouldn't do. And it made it worse. Yes. And it, and I didn't understand it. And now I'm seeing all these things just fall away from me. They're just falling away. Yeah. They're just, it's like not part of my identity anymore. And then it's don't, really amazing. don't have a time of when, because some people think, oh, I'm going to stop smoking pot right away, right? They think as soon as they wake up, they're going to stop smoking pot. <laughs> what they don't realize, they come out of the judgment mode. They stop playing God. And then down through life, you start to, all those other things start to fall away that you picked up along the way. But if they don't understand that, Satan would tell them, oh, you're still a sinner. You're smoking pot. You're still a sinner. You're doing this or that. God knows that we did those things in that fallen state. But once you wake up from judging yourself and others, that's when everything starts to clean up. It'll clean up. I, then you can keep the Ten Commandments. Exactly. And you don't keep them. Like, the world thinks you keep, like, everything that the, People around can see that's what makes you a Christian. They don't understand that it's what they don't see. Right. It's the heart that makes you a Christian. It's the place only God's eyes can lay, you know, can look upon. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, amazing, man. Amazing. I wanted to say one more thing, if, if that's cool. Real fast. Uh, yeah, real quick. So uh, th- I've been contemplating this, uh, you know, just dwelling on this, but the first thing Satan ever said to God's creation, or man, you know, the pinnacle of God's creation, uh, was, you can be like God. Yep. And just that one thing, you know, if you really pay attention to yourself, you can see in your head that we all try to act like we're God. Absolutely, man. Some people believe that they are God. And so, even some churches are teaching people that you are God. You are God, and once they believe that, it's over. They go on that down yeah. the wrong road. You can't convince you anyone. You cannot convince it's like, them. It's just amazing. I just wanted to, I'll keep in touch with you, Jesse, definitely. Right. Thank you, man. Happy Easter. Thank you, sir. Okay. You as well. Um, I heard the hate report this morning, and there was a, a evil guy called him pretending to want some help, and he ended up telling James that he was a homosexual. And he asked Jay, you think that I can overcome that? And Jay was like, yeah, you can overcome all things with faith, right? And that is so true. It doesn't matter what situation you're in in that fallen state, homosexual, lesbian, or pot smoker, uh, cocaine addict, whatever, uh, whatever. If you don't doubt, you can overcome all things because faith, which is love, which is God, Heal us everything. But you got to not doubt. You got to come out of your imagination. And the world has convinced people that you can't help yourself. Oh, it's a disease. Alcohol 
It's a disease. I call it. It's a disease. And the moment you believe it's a disease, then you locked because you live by what you believe in. But if you doubt all that, just let it pass, you can overcome anything. He came that we might overcome all things. All things. Right? If he didn't want you to make if he didn't want to make it possible for you to overcome all things, he would not have come. He wouldn't have sent his son to save you from it. In the Old Testament, you couldn't overcome that stuff. Now you can. All right? There's nothing you cannot overcome. Uh, HDD, HDHD, SAT, um, uh, STD, whatever it is. You're only that because you're in a fallen state and you're subject to evil. And evil will destroy you. Satan made a promise. He's going to rob, steal, and kill every human being, right? But when you, over, when you wake up, you're going to see you can overcome anything. Take your eyes off other people and keep them on yourself. I have to keep my eyes on myself. And it's so amazing. All right? Yes, sir. A couple more super chats before getting back to calls. Trebling says, hey, Jesse, me and my fiance, thank you. For guidance and wisdom. Right on. I've forgiven my parents and my eyes open to the truth. Thank you. God bless you and the JLP crew. God bless you. And see, when I said the light is in the world, it's all over this earth, but the people don't know it. Because they are not looking at themselves. They don't know thyself. But when you get to know yourself, you're going to see the light is here. And it's in the New Testament. It's a kingdom of heaven within. It's above us, but it's within Right? It's with us. It's already here. It's just hidden away from the children of the darkness unless you start seeking it. When you realize, you know what? I'm wrong for judging people. I'm wrong for judging myself. That's not working. I'm playing God. In that very moment, things will start to change. And then you start doing it. And the silent prayer is just about observing and not you. You are not your thoughts. I don't care what your thoughts are telling you. If they're telling you you can walk on a moon, if you have learned about the truth and your thoughts tell you, oh, you got it. Now you're the king of truth. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. It's all lies. You should always keep your glass empty. Keep it empty so the truth will come and go and come and go and with you and guide you. Don't hold on to anything. No thing. All right. Justin Vincent says, two years ago, my brother-in-law, who was a great guy, killed himself after his baby mama took his children from him and dragged him through total hell. Yeah. My wife and her, my wife and her brother, the brother-in-law, were very close. How can I help her with this? Um, so your bro- his brother-in-law killed himself over, over his wife leaving? Over his own baby mama dragging him through hell, taking away his kids. Oh, but his yeah. wife is the brother-in-law's sister, the one who committed suicide. His, his wife, her brother committed suicide. How does he help her? Oh, I see. His wife, brother, committed suicide. Very good question. I've been there. I've told you guys over and over. I don't know about over and over. But I used to date a lot. And one time I met this fine girl. And at the time, she was 
supposedly only be dating football, sports players, football, I mean, basketball players and things like that. And she was beautiful. And so uh, someone introduced her to me, so we started dating, and we started having sex and all that. I fell for this woman. And at the time I was working at the hospital, I would intentionally invite her over to the hospital. Uh, just And then I would walk all over the hospital with her so all my friends can see her. <laughs> she was so fine. And I wanted, my ego was in the way. You ever had that young girl so fine you want everybody to see you with? Yeah. The girl was like, yeah, he black. <laughs> and and uh, we broke up. And when we broke up, it was like my soul was taken away from me. I had like a horrible pain, like my God was taken away from me. And I wanted to kill myself. And like I was so hurt, angry. I couldn't imagine her being with someone else. And all that, and if I thought about her being with someone else, it made it worse. And in that worse, in that falling state like that, state was like, you know, you might as well die. And I tried to take some pills to kill myself because I didn't know that I was being lied to in my head. I didn't understand. Number one, I didn't understand I had made the woman my God. And she was my God because I hated my mother. I resented my mother. And once you resent one, you resent all. So all women became my God, right? And I didn't know that at the time. I had not heard anyone say that. So when I got with a woman, I got so into her, it was like my God. And uh, so what I recommend is that you got to tell your brother or your brother-in-law, he got to go and forgive his mother so the, uh, he can stop hating women. And that way he will love them in the right way. They wouldn't become his God. It would be God and Christ, Christ and him, he over woman. Women over children. So when a woman does come into his life, it's not like it's not take, she is not taking the place of God. So if she does leave, it won't be a big deal. Oh, she gone. No big deal. Let me take care of my children. If he can't take care of the children, you would know that the law of the land is against men anyway, and you won't trip out, and that God would take care of it. All right? So uh, just, he got he to gotta reverse that order. He got to come back to the natural order of God so that he doesn't judge himself or this woman that is allegedly doing him, all, doing him wrong with his children. Because when you go through situations, if you don't have that hate, even when your enemy come after you, you won't hate them and you will see how to overcome. Because it's like you're standing on the mountain looking at, looking at your enemy and they don't recognize that. They don't realize. But he got to go and forgive. What? What's wrong? Do you remember the, the question? Yeah, his sister-in-law, brother, want to commit suicide. Wife's brother. Huh? He did commit suicide? He, co- he committed suicide. Oh, and now... And now how does he help the, his wife? So the brother-in-law... Two, year, two years ago, uh-huh. the brother-in-law committed suicide. Right. And the wife is still struggling because... Her brother committed suicide. Oh, because her brother committed suicide. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Bill what? came out here throwing up his hands, being like, what are you guys talking about? Oh, I see. I was thinking of another story, too. Last week, I got this call from someone. They're like, I got to talk to Jesse now. I'm about to kill myself. So I went to the phone, and they were going to commit suicide because they had broke up with their girlfriend. And I told them what I just told you. But that order. So as far as the sister who lost the brother, 
There's nothing you can do about it. Come out of your head, let it go. It's on him. It was his life, not yours. Uh, stay out of your head about it. Don't, don't grieve over it. Three days is enough. Or maybe, you know, it lasts a little long, but you will become depressed if you grieve too long. Too much uh, grieving make the soul weary. So, you know, may his soul rest in peace and let it go. Really, you got to let it go. It was on him. And you become a good example for your friends and your family and of what not to be. But you got to let it go. It was your brother. It wasn't you. All right? Just stay out of your head about it. Don't be mad about it. Don't blame God. It's just that your brother could not see. He had made the woman his God. Um, we have a caller, a few callers, actually. Robert in Kansas says, Jesus got violent once with someone. He's on the line. Who said this? Robert. Robert, welcome. Happy, Happy Easter, Robert. Happy Easter, Jesse, and everyone at Bond. Uh, this is my first time in church, and I would like to say a short prayer, if that's okay. Welcome to church. Okay, here it goes. Thank you, God, for not making me a woman. Amen. Amazing. And I had a question for you, Jesse. Uh, do you know who Jesus got violent with? No. Okay. He got violent with what they refer to as the money men or the bankers. And he, he drove them from the synagogue. Oh, in the uh, money chamber thing, right? A lot of people yes, think that Jesus was angry when he did that. He wasn't. What you're going to realize when, yes. when you wake up to love, you can do what you need to do, and you can do it with strength and authority, but not hate. Anger is hatred. You can still defend yourself. As a matter of fact, you're better at defending yourself when you're not angry than you are when you're angry, because when you're angry, it clouds your view, and you can get knocked out. But if you're not angry, you can always see what you're doing, and you can win the battle every time. Absolutely, Jesse. Thank you for all that you do, and I hope you open up church soon, even if they tell you you can't. Amazing. God bless. God bless, and welcome to church, man. Thank you. The thing I like about this, everybody around the world, everybody, and their mama can be a part of church service, but we will be opening up soon. It's coming. All this will pass. Justin out of Michigan is on the line asking, how did you achieve perfect peace? Justin. Hey, Justin. Hey, Jesse, how you doing, man? Wow, this is our Justin. Yes, it is. You know, Justin? How you doing, man? You know, Justin? I think so. Oh, he used to live at the barn house. Oh, nice. That was before your day, Joe. Yes, it is. Hey, (laughs) Justin. Hey, man, how you doing? Good. Welcome to church. Everyone at the barn house as well. So what? I said, happy Easter to everyone at the barn house as well. Right on, man. Good to hear from you. Welcome to church. Oh, thank you. Wait a minute, since I got to watch it online, figured I'd give it a whirl. <laughs> How's Amy? <laughs> You're doing great. Tell Amy, his wife is Amy. Tell Amy hello, all right? I will. Okay. But yeah, man, uh, that was the only question I could think of at the last second. <laughs> How do you achieve perfect peace? By overcoming the fallen state, playing God, and the way you overcome that, you must stop judging. Go and forgive, uh-huh. 
and then you can live. Get to know yourself, and don't judge yourself. Don't judge anybody. I don't care who turned on you, who uh, talk about you, who try to destroy you, or whatever. You got to love them. Don't hate them. I sure don't. Can't hold no resentment or any excess baggage like that. Yeah, that's right. Not dwelling on my thoughts, becoming self-aware, doing the meditation morning and night. That's right. That's because the only way I've, uh, I mean, I've taken a lot from the bond house. I mean, and starting with that, that's right on. one of the main key elements that has helped me through and got me to where I am today. And I don't care what you go through physically, don't resent it. Just watch yourself going through it. Have no opinion about it. Don't call it good. Don't call it evil. Don't name it. But observe it. And you'll be surprised how you will overcome it. Because God is not holding it against you. He's not going to hold it. It's Satan holding it against you by making you judge yourself. So just go through life. Just become a living being. And you'll be fine, man. Alrighty. All right. Thank you, well, man. Good to hear you. from you. That was a good service. All right. Happy Easter. All right. Happy Easter. Welcome to church. That's amazing. That's our gesture. He used to live at the barn house, and then he uh, he was engaged, so he went back to Michigan, right? Michigan, and he got married. Uh, amazing wife, Amy. And young people, well, they're not so young now, but they were young then. <laughs> I think they're 30-something now. Not that 30 is old, but great people, really. Okay. The Credit Solutionist gave a super chat and said, Happy Easter to the Bond fam. Thank you for all you do, Jesse, also known as Black Victoria. Hey, Victoria. Amazing. Victoria, we called Victoria for my radio show on Friday, or maybe it was Thursday. may have been Friday. So I'm like, one ring-a-ding, two ding-a-ding. And Victoria did not answer the phone. I was going to talk about her business and because I really appreciate the growth that I've seen in her. She has not given up. And she went through a lot, but not gave, she did not give up. And she heard the phone ring and didn't answer it. <laughs> and she was listening to the show at the time. Oh, that's funny. She was watching the show. She was watching me dial the number, but not watching me dial the number. She couldn't see it, but she knew I was dialing. But young people don't answer the phone now. I, I don't know if they hide from the creditors, or, or, but they don't answer the phone. If you don't text them, most of the time you won't get them. If you leave a message, sometimes you don't get them. So she didn't answer the phone. <laughs> it's funny, but I understand it. Well, thank you, Victoria. Roy is calling in from Austin, Texas, saying he took your advice and forgave. Roy. Roy, welcome to church. Hey, Jesse. Happy Easter. Thank you. Happy Easter to you. I called in last Sunday. They told me that if my parents bothered me sometimes when they called me, just to be straight up about it. Yes. With them. Yes. I told them, like, don't treat me like a boy. Right. And uh, they're really blessed. I'm, I'm really <laughs> amazed. And he told me to call in your daily radio show as well. Yes. But I, I can't do that because I work during that time. So oh, okay. The weekends are the only, so the weekends are the only time I can reach you. Right on. So I just really wanted to thank you. And, and so uh, you stood up to them? I, I did. I did. It's just that I'm a pretty empathetic person. I always put myself in the shoes of others. 
I try to see it from their point of view. But then, I don't know, something told me that I should just be myself yes. and not worry about what they're going through, but how I'm feeling at the time. That's right. And, 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 it, and it worked out. <laughs> but That's amazing. It, it, re- <laughs> it really is. And I just want to get better because I already told you before that I'm in complete peace. This was one of the last things yes. that I needed to overcome, and yeah. I've done that as well. But what happens now, because I, I really... I'm so grateful. Even now, they're telling people not to go outside because of the coronavirus. But I just took a walk outside in the sun, and it feels so amazing. Yep. Yeah. Just uh, all you have to guy. Um, all you have to do I'm now. Yeah. All you do now is just live, because now you got it <laughs> by the light. You can now see. Wow. You're not your mama or your daddy's boy. You're not a child. You're an adult. You don't belong to them. They were just holding you until you became adult, you returned to the Father. Now you just live. Speak up. Don't resent. Do the silent prayer so you don't get lost in your head. Even if you don't use the video, you now can just do it yourself, right? All you have to do now is just live, and your life will unfold, and it will be amazing. You have not seen anything, man. It gets better, and I'm a witness to that. But so all you need to do now is just live. And when you're around them, or if you should talk to them, don't be baby. Be yourself. Be a grown man. You're not your mama's boy, so don't act like a kid around her. Correct them when they're wrong, but don't resent them. That's right. That's right. I I did want to ask you a question this time. Yes. Something I've been struggling with. Uh, I was always an agnostic in my life. Yes. But after listening to a lot of people, I've been trying to build a relationship with what you call the Heavenly Father. Yes. And I've done that, but I'm... So, like, what does that mean? Like, am, am I now a Christian? Or it means that you are a son of God. The fact that you can right, see, but, all those who can see are sons and daughters of God. Yeah, it feels tremendous, man. And, it's and, amazing and, to have and, that and, relationship. Yeah, and so on the uh, on earth, in the physical, you are a Christian. Because being a Christian is just being Christ-like, not hating. But, 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 I, but I never go to the church, though. I just... The church I, is with I you. Yeah. You exactly. are the church. You're doing fine, man. Wow. It's, well, I won't, I won't take much of your time, but thank you again, Jesse, and all the GLP crew, Nick, uh, Hake, and... <laughs> <laughs> And you and I do watch, watch your radio shows. It's just that I can't call in during those times when right. I'm working. Yes, but I, but but I wanted to ask you: Can you can you tell me what Joel is? Because I, I can't seem to figure out what what Joel what is. What is race is? He black. Well, thanks, Jesse. I'll uh, let you go. So thanks just so live, man. One day at a time. There, there is no past. So if someone bring up your past, that's on them, not on you. God is not into the past. He's not into the future. Just live your life. Uh, do what's in front of you to do. Doubt every thought, and your life is unfolded. It's already laid out for you. It's so amazing. All right? Amazing. God bless you. God bless you. And, you, and you're at church now because the purpose of church is to fellowship and edify one another. Unfortunately, most preachers don't do that. They want to teach you. They want to be your God. But it's, yeah. to, it's to edify exactly. one another and do what we're doing here. 
Yeah, try to build that relationship, but it's just that I've never went to a physical church. Yeah, you are blessed. And when I'm working, I think about building that relationship with Heavenly Father. Yeah, you're doing it now. You're on your way. You're doing fine. All right, thanks, Jesse. All right, God bless you. That's amazing. And see, that's what happened when Christ went to hell to set the capture free, to set us free. He didn't judge anyone. He went into the depths of hell. And you've been there. If you're not of the light, you're of hell. Really, you're in hell. Hell on earth. You have a choice to have paradise on earth or you can have hell on earth. All those who have anger uh, are catching hell on earth. And you're using all kind of stuff to make yourself feel better. That's not going to work. You're judging others to feel better. You're playing God to feel better. All those who have forgiven, they're living paradise on earth. Really. It's right here. It's above and it's here. If you don't live in your imagination, if you don't judge, you have paradise on earth. And Christ made that possible. He didn't judge. And as one of the callers said, if anyone should have judged or had, may have had the right to judge, it would have been Christ. We don't have that right. That's why he never judged. God is love. He's not of hate. There is no hate in him. No anger. A super chat from Crazy Ferret Lady. Crazy Fat Lady. Ferret. Oh, Crazy Ferret Lady. Gave 50 Norwegian krona and asked, Thank you. she asked, how can I stop the hate for the man responsible for my son's death? He was killed by his stepdad in 1991, 16 years old. I'm tired of the pain in my broken heart. Just like uh, Christ didn't judge the prostitute, he didn't judge the murderers, he didn't judge the rapist, he didn't judge the blind person or the person with sickness and disease, you have no right to hate the man that allegedly killed your son. He couldn't help himself. And you have no right to play God. May his soul rest in peace and let God's will be done for him or to him. Just know no matter what happened in life, you have no right to hate him, and that's why you have no peace. It was, it was wrong, but he couldn't help himself. And if you don't stop hating, you become like what you hate. You may not kill someone with a gun or a knife, but you'll kill their spirit with your anger, your own children, your own relationship. Just know you have no right to play God. Judgment... Um, uh, revenge is of the Lord. Let him handle that. He'll do it in the right way. So you got to let that go. Forgive that man for doing that for whatever reason, right? He couldn't help it. If he had been of the light, he would not have done that. He could not help it. I have a call for you from Mark in Ohio asking about free will. Mark in Ohio asking about free will. Happy Easter, Mark. Um, Hey, happy Easter, Jesse. Thank uh, you. Thank you for everything you've done. You're amazing. Oh, amazing. You really are. But, thank you. Um, question for you. This has me stumped, and uh, just need some input from you. Yes. So I believe that all your thoughts are not your own. Right. And that you don't create them. Right. And that we should put them captive and, and live by the Spirit. Yes. And then I believe that we should, you know, stay out of our head, be in the world, not of the world. Yes. And that I believe that we are influenced by the good and the evil? Yes. <clears throat> so my question is, is it, like, 
God wants us to choose Him, which is a choice. Yes. And He will let us suffer and die if we don't decide to choose Him. Right. Isn't that simply choosing Him free will? Isn't that the choice to choose Him? A really good question. That's uh, one of the problems with words. Words can deceive you if you hold on to them. And if you define them based on what the world have taught you that they mean, choose me uh, in this sense, of the spiritual sense, is meaning don't hate. Because the reason you're in that father state, you resented your parents, your mother or your father or something, yourself. And you fell into that father state. So you're born in hell. You're born in darkness. Once you are tired of suffering that hell, you realize, you know what? I got to stop hating. I'm not God. In that very moment, you are choosing, but not in the way that the world tells you. You're choosing not to hate. You see something that let you know you're suffering because of your own anger. You have not forgiven. So you realize, I need to forgive. That's not the same as choosing to. It's realizing that you're wrong. Okay, so... There's just like a fine line. So like the desire to just want to be good, that's pretty much all we can control beyond that. Well, you, our hands. you shouldn't want them to, you shouldn't have that desire to be good. You should uh, want to return to the Father so you can have peace. Because all who judge are, 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 are controlled but, by the sin, right? So you want but peace. But that want, that want itself. The action itself isn't that me being a free agent wanting to no. follow Christ. That, that's the that's real like the free you, will question. That's the real you yearning for something that's been lost. And what's been lost is your father. So you're yearning for your father. You've been taken away from him. And that inner you yearn for the father. So you know how like the atheists deny God? Right. Um like, and they'll be an influence to deny him. To deny him no. They'll or be did God in- create them to deny him? No. They are denying him because they deny their earthly father, whether intentionally or unintentionally. When you turn away from your earthly father, you automatically turn away from God because you can't hate your earthly father and love God. So if they don't love their father, their earthly father, they have no other choice but to deny God. Okay. Yeah, hey, thank you, Jesse. I appreciate your time yeah. for everything and taking my call. Really good question, but just pay attention to yourself. You're going to see you have no will. and You've been in that fallen state. You've been influenced by evil. And when you're sick of that, playing God, you forgive. You're going to see you're influenced by God. You've never been in control of anything. The ego wants you to think that you are, which is the nature of Satan, but you're not. Absolutely. Thank you, Jesse. Happy Easter. Good question. Happy Easter to you. Thank you. Amazing question. Let me make a few announcements here because we're going to start winding down here in a minute. Amazing Easter service. Thank you all for it. Don't forget to support the church, bond, and everything by going to rebuildingtheman.com. Rebuildingtheman.com. We've been around 30 years now. We have planned for a major celebration this year. But because of the Chinese virus, we may have to postpone until next year. Uh, we still have the same hotel. Everything is on hold. Uh, so we may have to postpone it. Thank you for making that possible. We have nothing to do with the government, not one dime from the government. And what I really appreciate is that 
uh, those who want to wake up and those who have awakened are definitely supported by. And I thank you for that. I don't take that for granted. Um, the radio show is Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time. And heard around the world by everybody and their mama. And don't forget to like the church service, rebuildingaman.com slash church, deathlyputerson.com, and com. Go, I mean, thefallestate.tv. I'm black. Thefallestate.tv, right? You got to go and look for it because we're being shadow banned and all that stuff. And support it. Keep the numbers going and do what you got to do. Ring the bell for notification of new videos and all that good stuff. Patreon.com, you are amazing. We have special stuff up there now for Patreon.com. Um, I do shout-outs for whatever specialized shout-out for you. Your event, your birthday, your funeral, your wedding, breaking up with someone and marrying someone who already have children, married another woman or another man who already have children by someone else, you pretend to be their parent, breaking up from that, uh, whatever. Birthdays, weddings, graduations, whatever. Go to cameo.com, cameo.com. And for your donations, go to rebuildingaman.com or call 800-411-BOND. 800-411-2663. You can also, um, what else? Oh, we have a brand new newsletter that went out yesterday. It hit the mail yesterday. It's an amazing newsletter. If you're not on the mailing list, though, you're not going to get it. No cost. You won't get it. So if you like a nice little simple newsletter we put out two or three times a year, if you'd like to get a copy, go to rebuildingaman.com and put your name and address, right, James? Mm-hmm. Rebuildingaman.com for name and address, all right? You're going to love this newsletter. And also, uh, we want more testimonies from those who are being helped, those who would like to be helped, and blah, blah, blah. So you can do video, audio, testimonies, write in them, write them in or whatever, right? And thank you for that. You might end up being in the newsletter or on the radio show or on the fallenstate.tv. I appreciate that. All right. Yeah, make sure and you... thank Francisco this morning. That was amazing. Yeah. I thought Frankie was going to go longer. Why do you go longer, Frankie? Because you're a Mexican. You're a talker. Why do you go longer? I thought you were going to do it for 15 minutes or so. I choked. You choked? You choked? That's amazing. He had a lot of good stuff to say because I talked to him yesterday so we could work out how we're going to do it. He really had a lot of good stuff to say. He choked. You became nervous? Yeah, I listened to Satan. He listened to the devil on Easter Day. He took it out of my head. Here's a man up here talking about Christ and Satan made him choke. I remember now. (laughs) <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> Next time we'll do it again. He'll be he'll be coming back because he really did have a lot of. I was like looking forward to hear that message that, and I wanted you guys to hear, and ladies, uh, what he said to me on Saturday. I talked to him by Facetime. It was some good stuff. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. But he only did five minutes. He choked. I had never seen a Mexican choke. <laughs> He looked black, but he half Mexican and half black, right? I'm all black. He all black. He's choking again. <laughs> all right. Um, but thank you, man. I have a uh, 
Oh, man. I have a super chat saying, um, from Ardent Heart saying, Happy Easter, everyone, and thank you, Jesse, from the bottom of my heart. Your insight about the Old Testament being about the world yes. without and the New Testament being about the world within yeah. is amazing. It's amazing. It's so in the Bible, too. Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is within. Know thyself. The beginning. Know thyself. When you know yourself, you know the kingdom. And you, 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 you see the world around you. You will be in it, but not of it. He said, the greatest thing of the commandment is to love. And love is not a feeling. You don't feel it. You don't taste it. You don't touch it. You don't eat it. You live by it. It's a light unto your feet. It's God in you. It frees your mind. It gives you peace. It, it opens doors. It's it, everything. And I want everybody to know, everybody to know, you've been lied to when you've been told you can't get over. There's some things you cannot get over. It's absolutely not true. It's only as Francisco mentioned this morning, I think he mentioned it. He should have because he mentioned it to me. You can't get over. If you have doubt, then you won't get over it. If you believe you can't, then you won't. But if you have no doubt, you could say to any situation, the mountain, right? The situation is a mountain. You could say, be, be gone. It's done. Really. And have no doubt. It's amazing. But you got to not have doubt. When you have no thoughts, when you doubt thoughts, you have faith. And in faith, all things are possible. I don't care if you're a drag queen or transgender uh, or whatever it may be. It, all that stuff comes from being of the world, meaning being of Satan. And Satan is about all those things. And you don't have to wait until you die to be free. Inside is where freedom lives. All right. We're going to open the treasure chest on D Live at 1230. <laughs> so like in two minutes. But let me get to a caller for you. Shiloh out of Toronto, Canada asks how to forgive yourself. Same way you forgive your parents or anyone else. Uh, just know of yourself you can do nothing. You're not God, so you don't have a right to judge yourself. But once you forgive your parents... So I've been asked, well, when I forgive my parents, do I have to go around and forgive everybody that I hate? No. Because once you forgive your parents, perfect love comes and it wipes out the hatred of anybody, really. It's not in you anymore. So just watch those thoughts and don't believe them and you will not judge yourself. But you got to go and forgive your parents first. You got to love your parents. And to love your parents means to don't resent them. And especially your father. All right? Especially the father. Then don't judge yourself. When you do stupid stuff, oh, that was stupid. No big deal. And Shiloh's on the line. Shiloh? Shiloh. The one that asked that question? Yeah, on Toronto, out of Toronto, Canada. Oh, I thought you read that from the Super Chat. Nope. Shiloh, welcome to church. Hey, what's up, Jesse? All well, is well, you pretty sir. Much, yeah, you pretty much answered my question, but... Yeah, there's there's more context to it. Um, basically, I was dating someone for ab about seven years, seven and a half years. Yes. And she had a lot of anger, and I I put up with it because I always thought, oh, she's going to change. You know, she's 
And the thing is, she really hated you. I, I would listen to, to, <laughs> to your church service in the background. Yes. And it would make her so angry because you would talk about anger and how people should deal with anger. Yes. So I, I, she, she wanted to get married, and I, I told her the reason why we can't get married is because of your anger. I, I worry that yep. we're going to have children, and you're going to you know, put that anger onto them. And she completely lost it and basically left me. And now I have all these savings, all these, this time that I spend planning for the future. I, I made some stupid decisions. For instance, <laughs> I dated, I'm 29, yeah. and I dated a lady who's 55. And, what? You know, yeah, grandma. Exactly. And, and that's, that's when I got to my, to my rock bottom was we were driving around the city, and it felt like I was driving with my mom. She was nagging about my driving and telling me, do this, <laughs> do that. And that's when I started to say, like, how how stupid I've been, how much time yeah. I've wasted. I wasted with a lady who I knew it wasn't going to work out. She had a lot of anger. She was out of control, unpredictable. And now I'm here. I, like, I spent this time. I'm sleeping with a 55-year-old. Like, what's wrong with me? You, you what know what the? I was, exactly. That's 55? I, hey man, but the thing is, she she passed for forty. She was very a very beautiful woman, but hey, that must pass it in the world, <laughs> <laughs> right? So I look back. It's it's not so much that I want the girl back, and I'm not like the other caller who was depressed and killed right. themselves over her, right. right? It's just I feel so stupid. Like I've wasted so many years of my, and you know, finding a I live in Canada. Finding a decent girlfriend at the age of 30, yeah. like that's almost impossible here, you know? And I right. feel really dumb, like so much time wasted. Well, here's what I recommend. I totally understand it, man. Be grateful that you're alive and you can now see. You are blessed, man. Be grateful for that. And whatever has happened is done. It doesn't exist anymore. It's over. It only exists in the mind if you believe it. Because Satan want to remind you of it so he can bring you back into the hell, right? Let it pass. Be grateful that you can now see. And so what? You had to go through that because you couldn't see. Now you can. Just be grateful. Do not look for another woman. Don't only seek the kingdom of God in his right way, and it'll be added. If it meant for you to have one, it will, he will put one, the right one in your life. At the right age, the right time, and if you should marry her, it will last until death do your part. So don't be, be grateful, man. I know what you mean. When I woke up, I couldn't believe. I'm like, what the? I'm wasting time. I'm about to kill myself. I'm doing all this madness because in that fallen state, you can't see that your house is burning down. You can't see the kind of woman you're really getting with or the woman can't see the kind of man. But, but uh, when you wake up, you can see it and you will not get involved with that. So be grateful, man. Thank you very much, Jesse. I appreciate it. Yeah, be grateful. You are blessed that now that you can see. I can't believe you're with a 50-some-year-old woman. I ain't never <laughs> date no 50. <laughs> Man, I, I wish I could show you a picture. She was gorgeous. Like, I, I know it sounds crazy, but anyway. Well, Satan looked gorgeous in that fallen state. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Peace. Take care. Well, thank you, man. Happy Easter, all right? You too. All right. Thank you, buddy. That's amazing. He's 20-some dating a 50-some-year-old woman. Ain't that much gorgeous. Ain't that much darkness in the world. Reminds me of that French prime minister, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. Emmanuel Macron. He's dating an older woman. He's married to an older woman. Amazing. <laughs> but me... That's amazing. Oh, Victoria, black Victoria, call me. Can we, all the lines are taken. 
there's a line open. Victoria called me. I want to ask you about the other day. It's Easter, and we're winding down. I want to ask Victoria, what was that light not answering the phone? And she would wonder, I wonder who Jesse calling. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get to Mike out of Tennessee who disagrees with you, saying God does, he says God does hate. Um, Mike out of Tennessee. Amazing. Mike, welcome to church. Hey, hey, hey. I have a few. Do you, I, my first question is, do you actually read the Bible, or is it kind of like, like filling bait? Or I, I read it, but not to remember it. Not to remember. Okay, right. right, because, like, all right, so would you say that your belief system is based off of, like, Christianity is based off of the Bible? No, my, I mean, I used to be that kind of Christian where it was based off what I heard or what I read, right? But that doesn't work. Uh, now I'm a Christian based off being born of the Spirit. Yeah, born of the Spirit. And okay. born of the Spirit is nothing like the way the Christians are trying to live it by learning it and trying to live it. It ain't nothing like that at all. That's why he said you must be born of the Spirit. And most so of the Bible Christians are not born of the Spirit. All right, so that statement that you're saying right now, where would you have gotten that belief being born of the Spirit from? That what? Repeat that. That statement you just made, saying that you were you believe in being born of the Spirit, where would you have gotten that statement from? Would you have not have gotten that also from the Bible? I heard it in the Bible. I mean, I read it before, and I've heard people say it, but I didn't know what it meant until it happened to me. Okay, so here's the thing. The reason I called you is because I had my disagreements on when you said that God is all love. Right. Because throughout the Bible, it shows that God has a, a bit of a hate streak as well. Wow. Are you a Christian? No, not in the sense that you would think. Like, I'll give you an example. Uh, this here is Ecclesiastes. You can write this down. No, let me ask you this. Are you, first, are you a Christian? And not not in the sense that you believe. Oh, I, I, mean, you know I just asked you, though, are you a Christian? Okay, so, so in the way that you believe, no, I am not a Christian. I'll ask you, are you a Christian? I, I, all right, here's the deeper answer. I, I'm a real Christian, and I believe that the rest of you are not. So are you saying, you yes, you are a Christian? I'm a, yes, I'm a real Christian. And you, and believe, you, and you believe that the God that you serve has hatred in his heart? Yes. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Well, I understand it, man. All right, let me help you out. Watch this. This is Ecclesiastes <laughs> 8, watch this. 3, verses 8. It says, there's a time for love and time for hate. Okay. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Ecclesiastes, yeah, Ecclesiastes so, 8, I mean, so, 3, verses 8. So you, you have hatred in your heart? No, what I'm saying to you is that God has a, there's a balance. The same way that we all have emotions, God also has those same emotions. But children of God are not into emotions. That that's also I would have to disagree with that as well. Okay. No, I understand it, man. If if it's working for you, hold on to it. I don't want to convince you. Because if I convince you if I convince you you only believe because I said it. But if that's working for you, God bless you. Okay. All right. Here's a Here's another one, though. This is Psalms 139, verses 21 and 22. Right. It says, I hate them with a perfect hatred, and I count them my enemies. And that's what discernment is. What's going to happen when you wake up, when your heart is renewed, 
you got to discern evil. You got to see it, but you won't, you won't, you won't hate it with your kind of hate. You'll discern it and know that it's wrong. You won't accept it as a right, but you won't hate it with your kind of hate. Okay, well, here's another one. This is New Testament. Romans all right, thank 9. you. I got to go, buddy. Thanks for all the scriptures. I do appreciate it. But hold on to it. Hold on to your hatred and see how far that gets you, all right? Happy Easter. We have Black Victoria from yes. Los Angeles, California on we the line. We're lining this up with Black Victoria. See, some of you might not know we have a Black Victoria and a White Victoria. Victoria, Happy Easter. Happy Easter, Jesse. How are you? All is well. So I'm dialing your number on Friday. You're sitting there looking at me, darling. Your phone is ringing. <laughs> Why do you answer? Okay, listen. <laughs> In, okay, let me let me plead my case here. All right. So here's what happened. All right. I was I was working, but my back was to the TV. I had YouTube on the TV. Okay. And. I saw my phone ring, and I didn't recognize the number. So I figured, okay, it's before 8.30. This is, this is probably some, some mess. <laughs> so I didn't pick up. And I turn around, and I hear my voicemail on the TV. And I'm like, oh. wait, what? <laughs> so I Amazing. put two together. I'm like, oh, my God, I miss Jesse. <laughs> so, no, that's really what happened. So I did think it was like a spam call or something. Right. And I didn't put two and two together. So... My apologies, but here I am. Well, I just wanted to, I wanted to say, uh, first of all, thank you for advertising on the show, on the radio show, and mm -hmm. congratulations okay. with your business. I'm glad that it, it, it's growing, and uh, just stay with it. Stay out of your head. You have not seen anything. <laughs> and I appreciate that, and I will tell you the other day, I was kind of um, in my head about it, but yeah. then I realized that it's times like this where, you know, a lot of people are stressed out that it, these are the best times to actually build your business. And Absolutely. Going forward, you know, business as usual. So I, I definitely have, have seen that and I've had a lot of quiet time and I've, I've been able to really come to that realization yep. and it's crystal clear. And I want to thank you for that because I wouldn't have been able to do that without going to bond and talking to you and, you know, just getting that motivation to do it. You right know? on. Right on. Well, you have not seen anything because children of God, one thing I like, just make me want to boohoo a little bit. One thing I like about coming into the light, when you are born into the light, you know that you are a son or a daughter of God, right? You just know it. There's no doubt about it. There's no wondering. There's no, Satan can't deceive you about it. And knowing that you're children of God, you also know that he'll take care of you. Your father love you. He'll take care of you. And even though the world is running around, running crazy and wearing masks and all that stuff, it's like you know you're in it but not of it. And uh, God is with you. You know that no matter what the situation is in the world, you still have peace that the father is with you. So you'll be fine. Yeah, and it, it is crazy going out and seeing people out here, and yeah. you know everybody's got a mask on, and it just it 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 almost seems like everybody's kind of going nuts right now, and yes. we're all kind of just standing in the middle of it, just watching it. That's it, it's, right, it's crazy. It's a, yeah, I went to the store Friday right after my show was over. I had to run over to the market and get some, and I like going right in there, picking up my item, paying for it, coming right out. I don't be looking around and nothing else. And so I walked into the store Friday here in L.A. And so I'm walking fast, and the uh, 
this woman that works at the store, one of the clerks, she had this mask on. She's like, you can't come in without a mask. I'm like, what? You got to wear a mask. And the security guard came over, and they seen me in the store before, so they both knew me. I guess the woman did. I couldn't tell who she was. And the security guard said, yes, uh, you need a mask now. They made it some type of rule. I said, oh, okay. I said, but I ain't going back home. I can't go back. I ain't got time. And the woman like, you got to go back. And so I told the security guard, I asked the security guard, can I just put my collar around my mouth? And he's like, yeah, man, go ahead. And so I put my collar around like that. <laughs> and I went and so got my So you're walking around with half of your face in your shirt the whole time, Jesse? Yeah, because I wasn't going back. And, uh, so and he we let don't want to do get it. arrested either, so. Yeah. yeah, right. And so, but it's crazy. This will all pass. Real fast, tell the folk your, your name of your company, how to get you. Uh, the name of my company is PX, so the letter P, like Paul, X, like X-Ray, Credit Solutions, PX Credit Solutions. And our website is www.fixmyficonow.com. FICO, spell the FICO, FICO. for the blacks. <laughs> F as in Frank, <laughs> I... C-O. All right. FICO. Blacks know about the FICO. They oh, they, oh, oh, they know about the FICO. <laughs> <laughs> Thank they you. Do, they do. I got, I got a few black clients. They know. They know what's up. Oh, yeah. Well, and you help people get the credit. What she does for is help clear your credit up. If you have bad credit, she'll bring it up to what it needs to be, and you can move on. Thank you, Victoria. Happy Easter. All right. Thank you so much, Jesse. Have a happy Easter to the whole Bond fam there. Right on. You too. Did you see Francisco this morning? I did. Hey, Frankie. He did very well. It didn't look like he choked at all. I know, but it was just so short. I'm like, what the? But thank it you. It was pretty short. Yeah. But it was good seeing him. We haven't seen his face in a long time. Yeah. Everybody will be back home soon. Oh, I can't wait, Jesse. It's going to be great. I know. Happy Easter, all right? All right. Same to you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. God bless. Okay. So I have a brand new biblical question, a brand new biblical question for this week. Brand new biblical question. And it's very interesting. Very interesting. Here we go. What does it take for a woman to enter the kingdom of heaven? What does it take for a woman to enter the kingdom of heaven? There was a woman in the Bible that befriended Jesus. But before she could enter in, something had to happen. What was it? What does it take for a woman to enter into the kingdom of heaven? Do you know, Frankie? You don't know? Do you know, James? You don't know? Amazing. (laughs) My biblical question for this week, what does it take for a woman to enter into the kingdom of heaven? All right. So tomorrow on the radio show, I want to hear about it. And I do this because I want you to know yourself, folks. You got to start thinking for yourself. Know thyself. Christ came and he suffered and made it possible for us to know ourselves and return to the Father. For you to have peace on earth and not have fear and doubt and jealousy and enemies. And, uh, because the world is doomed. It's the Old Testament. It is doomed. All right? So what does it take for a woman 
to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And uh, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Easter service. It was amazing. And I know we could go on and on and on, but it's, it's time to end it. And uh, tomorrow on the radio show, we're going to read the rest of your super chats and your D-lives and all that. Thank you for that. And don't forget to donate to Barn, rebuildingtheman.com slash church, and, uh, or call 800-411-BARN. 800-411-2663. I have amazing books. If you need counseling, we have the best counseling service. The best on this side of heaven. You can either do it by phone or by Skype now. FaceTime or Skype, whatever you call it, right? Because we're not taking people inside the building at this point. That's going to change. So you can call the number and set up a counseling appointment. So last word is know thyself. Know yourself. Pay attention. Ask God to let you see yourself. Don't worry about what somebody else is doing or not doing. Whether they're right or wrong. Even with my words, let them go in one ear and out the other, all right? But Christ came so you can know yourself and enter into the kingdom of heaven. It's happening around the world. I hear the people calling into my show. Africa, mommy Africa, and Europe, all over. Like, Jesse, I went and forgave. And now I can see. Alone we lift it. The light is already there. The kingdom of heaven is inside. But you can't see it because you're living in the darkness. You're walking dead. You're in the darkness. Come to life. You have once to die. That's from the ego. And once to live. That's by the light. It's up to you. No one's going to force you. And if you want that other kind of religion that that boy called with just now, that's fine too. Suffer and die. Thank you for the Easter. And thank you, Frank, again for uh, two minutes of speaking to us. And thank James and and Nick and Joel and Chris and Esteban and Doug. The crew is here. Thank you all for helping today. Great job. Billy. I can't forget Billy. And did I leave anybody out? That's the crew, right? Thank you all for your help. Happy Easter. Be grateful that you are alive. For those who have not even found their place yet, be grateful that you're still alive. Go and forgive. You'll be free. God bless you. And thank God for Jesus, right? Happy Easter, folks. Thank you all. Have a good one. Amazing.